Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 86 of Confessions of an Actress. I'm your host, Meredith Patterson, and hello again. It has been a while. It has been a long while, and I'm just trying to keep it all together, everybody. You know, these past three years, really, have been just about how do we keep things rolling and have some sort of... um, routine in our lives. And the truth is we can't, (laughs) we never really have been able to as actors, honestly, or as artists, but especially these past three years. So welcome everyone. This episode is just going to be me. And I'm going to dedicate this episode to the now late and legendary casting director of Broadway and television, Jay Bender. If you have read my book, Jay Bender is a huge part of my career, not only with 42nd Street on Broadway, but he was a huge champion of mine before that. After that, he cast me in almost everything I did in my career in New York and was a friend. And this past week, he passed away. And he was not old, you know, he was very young and still had some life ahead of him. So it was shocking. And I still don't know what happened, but this one's for you, Jay. This is going to be some stories about Jay. It's going to update you guys on what's going on in my life right now. And we're going to try to keep on track with this podcast. You know, when things don't pay you, (laughs) you tend to forget about them as an artist. Isn't that the truth, everyone? Um, If something isn't paying you, but it doesn't, you know, you don't do creative things or you don't do content out in the world just because it pays you. Am I right? And that's one thing that Jay has taught me that, you know, in my career, just do what you love. Do what you love and do it really well. And he was somebody when he saw that in you and he was so good about seeing in people what they didn't see in themselves. And since his death, I've read more stories of fellow colleagues who had the same experience that I did with him where I went in for an audition with him and I'm just remembering I was at Ripley Greer, um, actually 8th Avenue Studios, which I think Ripley Greer took over, but it was, it's the old 8th Avenue Studios that is on like 54th Street and 8th Avenue. And it's such, it's one of my favorite studios in New York and one of the old ones that's still around. And I remember the studio I was in. I mean, I could tell you if I was there, I wouldn't be able to tell you right now, but I can see it in my mind. And I walked in and Jay was there. It was really just Jay. There was no assistance. And this was probably 1990, 1998, maybe. And Jay was sitting there and I was so intimidated by him. Just because he can have this, you know, he could have this like staunch kind of look when he was behind the table, but he was really just studying you. And he was such a champion of talent. 
So if he saw the little, a little bit of talent in you, if he saw something, he would love, because he was really a director at heart, he would love to get up and direct you and tell you how to make it better and all these things. So my little, like, you know, 21, 22-year-old brain was just nervous. So I think I sang everything in my book. I had just come off tour with Crazy For You and Singing In The Rain. And of course, I did everything old-fashioned. And I did like two up-tempos and three ballads. And he had me... I even did a monologue, I think. Um, There was no real internet or social media at the time. There was no social media at the time. So he was trying to find out, you know, a little bit about me. And, And now where casting directors can go and look at your Instagram feed or whatever... Back then, you had like a half hour with this person, and it was just you, you know, it was just me and Jay, and I think I brought, I brought some reviews that I had of me from the road, like literal clippings that I had, and I had them in a binder with my music and my headshot and my resume, you know, everything was on, there was no smartphones, guys. Um, There was no cell phones. So this was all just there. And I think I brought him some clippings that I, I think I went, I remember going around to the table and showing him some production photos and, and he, (laughs) in, in lovely Jay fashion, he said, you're, you're very talented. If, if the, if the show calls for tap, always tap dance in your audition. I took that advice and I always did. He told me, um, you are a singer and you're a phenomenal singer. Don't ever forget that. Also very, that I took that to heart. And when he brought me in for encores, I went in and I sang, um, for Rob Fisher and Rob Fisher said the same thing. He said, you're a singer. And it was just so one of those things that if you've read my book and you know my background, um, it's very, very uh, encouraging to have those two pillars of Broadway. Rob Fisher, who is an incredible musical director and was the musical director for Encores in the beginning, and Jay Bender, who does not mince words, um, can be very intimidating, but will tell you like it is. For him to say that was just incredible. So... But I brought these clippings of reviews that I had as Kathy Selden and Polly Baker in Crazy For You. And he looked at them and he he did his nod and he said, mm-hmm. And then he said, these are great. Never bring these in again. Never bring these in for any audition. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. But it was just so like, it was so innocent of me to do. Of course, you're not supposed to bring your like a, a book of reviews that you're... <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. I didn't know anything, you guys. I had no clue. But instead of Jay thinking it was like a pompous thing to do, he literally just, you know, he told me later on because he ended up directing me in a musical called Say Yes in the Berkshires, which was not a very well-received musical. In fact, the review was Say No to Say Yes. (laughs) That was one of the reviews. But I got to work with Jay as a director. I got to work with Tommy Walsh as the choreographer. If you don't know who he is, he is one of the original cast members of Chorus Line on Broadway and legendary, who has also passed on. And 
we had many, um, many times in the Berkshires where we sat on the porch and we all just talked about life and talked about the business. And that's where Jay and I really became friends. And I considered him a colleague. I mean, a, a casting director on Broadway of his caliber doesn't give you his cell phone number. Doesn't give his cell phone number to anybody. And I didn't realize that at the time. But, you know, for so many years, I was able to call Jay on the phone and just talk to him. And I wish I did more of that, honestly. Um, in my later years of, you know, being a performer and not really working as much, uh, you know, Jay reached out to me the last time I spoke to him on the phone. He had actually recommended me for a play uh, called Who Killed Marilyn to play Marilyn Monroe. And Charlene C- uh, Cooper Cohen, who wrote it, and the director and everything said, when she called me, she said, I got a call from Jay Bender when I was looking for my Marilyn. I asked him who should play my Marilyn. And he said, oh, my dear, there's only one person who can play Marilyn, and that's Meredith Patterson. Call her. And to think that after all these years and all of the hundreds of thousands of actresses that he could have chosen, he chose me. So it makes me a little emotional, but that was, um, that was the last thing that Jay did for me. And it was to be able to, to do that, to be able to go and, and she hired me. I mean, she didn't even question Charlene hired me and I got to go to New York and I got to CJ and I got to work on this play and to be a musical theater girl to a, first of all, work on a play is a big deal, but to have Jay Bender recommend me like that, you know, really just warmed my heart and it really was the chance for me to get up after being a mom and after so many years of not working and nobody calling me in and I really felt like I was brought back to life and that's Jay I mean that's what he did for so many people he had such an impact on the world you guys and I really I just hope that we I I hope that any one of us as artists has that kind of reach like he did. And even though that play didn't end up going anywhere, really, it just ended up as a a New York workshop and a New York reading. I got to do that part in front of Kevin McCollum, the famed producer, Broadway producer. And I got to do that part and to play Marilyn again and I don't really talk too much about my connection to Marilyn in my book but it goes beyond 42nd Street it goes beyond you know I played Marilyn in my first film I played Marilyn in a workshop of a musical called Lady on a Carousel that ended up being called Marilyn and Me that the the brilliant Rachel York ended up playing the role when it got to stage but even after all of that to come back around at 38 years old and to be able to play Marilyn again was just tremendous. And that's because of Jay. And that's just one story, you guys. I have so many stories. When I first went on as Peggy Sawyer, it was my agent, John Woodward from Waters Nicolosi and Jay Bender, who ran over to the theater to see me. 
Jay Bender, who has so many other things to do besides go to a Broadway show at the last minute, because I wasn't even announced until like I was, it was like 7.30, I think, when I was officially announced that I was going on. You know, Jay Bender has other things to do, (laughs) but he was there and he was there. He cast me in White Christmas on Broadway. He cast me in White Christmas at Paper Mill. He cast me in Face the Music at Encores. You know, he brought me in for everything under the sun and I will miss him. He was witty and funny and brilliant and loving and supportive. And if he loved you, he loved you. And if he didn't love you, he had reason. And he was pretty vocal about it. <laughs> um, but what a what an amazing, respected man in this business. And thank you, Jay. Thank you for everything you gave me and so many other artists in this business. I don't think he ever really knew. And, you know, Jay had agreed to do my podcast and we never, we never could figure out a time. And I'm, I'm sad I didn't get him, um, to be interviewed because I would have loved to have said everything I said just now to him. And I would have loved to have had a conversation with him about how he started and the business and why. And, and I know he wanted to be a director and, and all the things that, went into the passion that he had but you know I know he has a podcast or had a podcast so that's something to look at and thank God for podcasts you guys really thank God because there are people who have passed on now who their stories are out there their voice is out there and I'm thankful for that moving on from the amazing Jay Bender You know, we also lost Tony Walton since I last had an episode and Tony Walton um, was also an incredible man in my life and designer and I mean, Tony Emmy Oscar winner and Julie Andrews first husband and worked on my first professional show in New York, which was a Christmas Carol at Madison Square Garden. He was the set designer and I also was so lucky to be friends with him. And back in 2010, when I made my Birdland debut with my show, Sweet Old Fashioned Girl, he was fighting leukemia back then, and I didn't think he was going to make it. And he showed up to my show in the middle of chemotherapy with his beautiful wife, Jen. And I'll never forget it, because I it, it just... You know, this this is one of the things of the entertainment industry and the Broadway community that people don't seem to understand and I want people to get. It is a family. It is a community. And the love and the connection with people, it's it's better than than most work environments that you're in. You are not just a colleague. You are a friend. And the people that you find a connection with like Jay like Tony Walton it never it goes beyond the stage and it never it never leaves it really doesn't Tony was like a grandfather to me and 
you know, I, I have so many stories of him as well. But these pillars in the community that I'm so lucky to be a part of, the Broadway community, just, you know, it's their time. And it was time for them to go. And I will miss both of them so much. But, you know, it's, if the past two, three years have taught me anything, it is live your life to the fullest, which I am doing. I am doing that and then some. I am challenging myself to get out of my comfort zone, to be fearless, to write my second book, you guys, which I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I have so many things I want to do in this world and so many ideas and being a mom and being a producer and an author and a dancer and a singer and an actor and all these things that I still really want to do I'm going to push myself to do and it's now almost May in 2022 my husband and I and our and our boys are living in Whitefish Montana we still love it here and you know but we're looking to get back into the world and things are opening up again and I feel like we're finally on the other side of this but I don't know because I'm in a small town now so it just feels it just feels farther away Um, but I have a lot of dreams and I have a lot of things that I want to do and I'm hoping that you guys will still connect with me here support me and I'll find a way through (laughs) Because, you know, one of the things that artists have to figure out is the uncertainty of everything. And for the rest of the world, you know, you, you the past couple of years kind of got on board with us with the uncertainty of life. But that is where we always come from. And when you are somebody who's trying to drum up some work for yourself and you're a parent and you're a two artist household like my husband and I it can be scary but we're doing it we're just going to be fearless and we're going to do it because there is no other option right that is what lights me from within is the idea of doing something that scares me and then doing it and then succeeding at it And then looking at that and going, holy shit, what else can I do? You know, I've always had that spirit about me and I still do. And I want to give back to the next generation. I want to continue to be a mentor to all these amazing kids here and, and honestly beyond. So I'm looking at doing so many things, you guys. And I'm not very good at branding myself. I'm not going to lie. I'm not very good at all things social media and branding and figuring out. Even my podcast is a mess. (laughs) It's not streamlined and all these things. But I'm trying. I'm just putting myself out there and I'm doing everything I can to just create and share and inspire and be passionate and do what I love. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Jay Bender, for your incredible life. Thank you, Tony Walton, for your incredible life. And remember, you guys, bliss is your birthright. 
you are meant to be blissful in this world and always have vision for what you want and be grateful for where you are every single day. Take care of yourselves.